Podcast City Network. Welcome. This is the Rick Griffin Show Podcast, a baseball podcast for baseball fans of all ages. Now, here's your host, Rick Griffin. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 73 of the Rip Griffin Show. We are continuing our division-by-division preview. So far, we've done the NL West, AL West, and NL Central. On tap for today's episode will be the AL Central. But before we get into today's episode, please remember to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms, whether it be Apple, Google, or Spotify. And if you have a comment, voicemail, question, or whatever it is you want to, head on over to the ripgriffinshow.com and click on the blue microphone and leave me a voicemail. And we will talk about your favorite team, questions, comments, concerns, what you think how baseball is doing in the way of marketing, anything you want to talk about baseball-related. Send me a question, and we'll talk about it on the air. But uh, like I said, on tap for today's episode is going to be the American League Central. So we'll kind of just dive into it. We kind of won't waste any more time. So the Central made some changes this past offseason. Teams improved. Uh, Teams are still rebuilding. Uh, Teams didn't uh, trade away key pieces of their lineups that uh, to kind of slim and cut the payroll but um, the AL Central is one of those divisions that doesn't really seem too appealing especially to baseball fans it kind of has one or two teams that are usually in the mix for October and the rest of that other than that it's kind of flat to be quite honest but um, this division can go either way you've got the Twins and the White Sox two teams that usually have been at the top of the the division for the last couple years you've got the the Indians which you know skipper Terry Francona has done a fantastic job with that organization getting them to a World Series back in 2016 but um and since then, they've kind of fallen flat. And then you've got the Tigers and the Royals that are still kind of going through that rebuild mode. Uh, the Tigers uh, made some some key signings this past offseason to kind of help bolster their lineup. But uh, to kind of start off at the top and how I think this division is going to fare, it's going to ultimately be between the White Sox and the Twins. And the Minnesota Twins are coming off last season where they did win the AL Central. Obviously, they did get beat in the wild card round against the Astros, but the Twins made sure to re-sign one of their key bats to keep him in the lineup, which is Nelson Cruz. They needed to bring his bat back to the lineup. He's a power threat, even though he's entering around age 40, 41 season, but he can still be a a very powerful threat within that that lineup. And it was crucial that they got him back, and they did on a one-year deal. But uh, as far as the pitching rotation, um, you still have Quinta Maria, who was fantastic last offseason, or excuse me, last season. Uh, he was right there as far as uh, Cy Young talk, you know, um, all that 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 jazz that he he brought about when he came over from Minnesota. He has 601 record with a 2.70 ERA, 80 strikeouts, which ranked him 17th in the American League. So, uh 
or that's probably throughout the, the league, excuse me. But um, he had a fantastic season last year. Uh, the Twins also made sure to go out and they signed J.A. Happ to kind of help give that rotation a little bit more depth. Um, he went 2-2 two and two with 3, 3.47 ERA and 42 strikeouts um, last season. So the Twins kind of made some some improvements to the rotation a little bit. Obviously, the bullpen got uh, got better, especially when they added closer Alex Colomay to that uh, back end of that bullpen. So that definitely helps out significant, significantly with the bullpen and the um, the relief pitching. But uh, for the most part, the rest of the lineup for the Twins looks to be pretty much back in shape. Uh, you know, Mitch Garver is going to be one of those behind the plate that we're looking to kind of help see break out this this season. Um, Miguel Sano is still there. Josh Donaldson is entering his second year of that uh, four-year deal that he got just a few seasons ago. And then, of course, the Twins went out and added Anderton Simmons uh, for shortstop. So they, they brought him in, uh, had a fantastic uh, 2020 season where he batted 297. Didn't hit any home runs, but he had 10 RBIs and a .702 OPS. So uh, the Twins made some improvements to their lineup. They still will be a team that will rank towards the top of the division. That's in my my opinion. Um, they still have the Chicago White Sox to deal with, but the Twins are going to be the, the team to beat in the American League Central. A lot of good things that have come about with them. So the Twins, be on the lookout. I think it's going to be exciting for them going into 2021. And one of the teams that I just mentioned were the Chicago White Sox. Now, they were the team that I was hoping or wanting to, you know, get over that hump. They did make the postseason last year, but they did, you know, struggle in that wall, or excuse me, yeah, that wild card round against the Oakland Athletics. But uh, they are a team that is definitely one to watch. They are a young bunch of group of, of guys that can play, that can bring it. It'll be interesting to see how Tony Larissa manages this lineup, given how young and how um, dynamic these guys are. But um, one of the things that, or actually a couple of things that the White Sox went out and did this past offseason was they added some pitching depth. They had Lucas Giolito and Dallas Keuchel in there, but they need a couple of extra pieces in the rotation and in the bullpen to get them over that hurdle. And this offseason, they went out and they traded for Lance Lynn with the Texas Rangers that sent young phenom Dane Dunning back to Texas. So you have Giolito, Keuchel, and Lynn as your one, two, and three, which is going to be an awesome power punch at the top of that rotation. And then they went out and they have the young guy, Garrett Crochet. Uh, he's going to be the fireballer that the White Sox are hoping that can kind of give this, this bullpen some depth that they can rely on. He did struggle with injuries towards the latter part of 2020 and even in the postseason as well. But the big, big thing that the White Sox went out and did this offseason is they got a closer. And they got Liam Hendricks, who was the top closer of the class of 2020 uh, in the free agents. So they definitely made sure to, to bolster their bullpen. And having him there at the, at the end to close games out is going to be crucial especially if they want to keep the White Sox in the games. I think that's going to be the key. 
you know, offense and pitching can can definitely you know get you get you there, but the bullpen is the key that will get you wins. So adding Liam Hendricks into that mix is phenomenal. And then of course, like I mentioned, the the young group bunch of guys that the White Sox have, uh, they went out and uh, they still have Yasmani Grandal who uh, signed last season with the White Sox. So having him back there to kind of help guide this young rotation is going to be fantastic in this bullpen. Uh, you still have Jose Abreu, who was, uh, I think, he he batted 317 last season, had 19 home runs, 60 RBIs. So he is a, a MVP candidate this season right off the bat. I think we're going to see him in the mix for a lot of awards. And then, of course, you got the young guys, you know, Tim Anderson and Johan Mankata, uh right there on the left side of that infield, which would definitely give you a lot of uh, depth and a lot of uh, range. So uh, they did go out, the White Sox did go out and get uh, Adam Eaton. So they brought him back uh, for out there in outfield. Now, we heard just recently that uh, Eloy Jimenez is going to be out for the next five to six months. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays into the outfield position for the White Sox and how it plays into their lineup because he was a pretty, pretty powerful uh, key piece last season. And to have him out is going to be tough. But I think the White Sox have a lot of depth, uh, especially within, you know, the you've got Luis Roberts, who's going to be there, who definitely will, will pick up some of that slack. Um, like I mentioned, Adam Eaton is going to be there. So... It's going to be interesting to see how Tony La Russa manages this particular lineup because um, having Eloy Jimenez out now definitely changes the dynamic um, with his injury. But I think the pitching will be there. The bullpen will be there. I mean, these young guys are flashy enough and will definitely help the White Sox score bunches of runs. So I think they'll keep these guys in the game. Um but uh, they might be one or two key pieces still away from taking over the Central over the Twins. So um, that's going to be interesting to see how the White Sox fare. I think they'll be just fine. We'll see them possibly as another wild card team. Um, unfortunately, we don't have extended playoffs, so we won't see an extra team that comes in in second or third place getting into the postseason. But I think the White Sox are a wild card team right now. And depending on how the Twins do, the White Sox could be right there on the heels of the Twins. So it'll be exciting for White Sox, play, White Sox fans excuse me, to uh, watch this team, especially on the south side. So it's going to be exciting. To kind of get into the middle part of this division, you can have either the Indians, the Royals, or the Tigers in that mix. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how each team fares because a lot of these teams are young. They are still rebuilding. So if we kind of had to see who would slot slot into that middle of the division order, it's going to have to be the Indians, in my opinion. Now, they did lose a key piece this offseason when they traded Francisco Lindor and Cookie Carrasco to the Mets for mere nothing really. But, um, you know, they still have Shane Bieber 
who is who was the AL American League Cy, Cy Young Award winner last season. They still have Zach Plesac back there as well in the rotation. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a team to watch. You know, it's not like I said, it's not the flashiest of names when it comes to position players, but uh, they still have a guy you know by the name of uh, Jake Bowers that we want to keep an eye on this. Uh, this season, uh, he batted 226 with 12 home runs and 43 RBIs. That was in 2019. But uh, he's definitely one to keep an eye on for the Indians as well. Um, yeah, they do have you know uh, Eddie Rosario and Ahmed Rosario. So they did bring those guys in to uh, kind of help with the outfield just a little bit. Um, but uh, the Indians are going to be a team that can definitely... If they play their cards right, they can be in the mix to be at the top of the AL Central. But um, you know, one thing you still have uh, you know, Jose Ramirez is going to be there at third base, so it's just going to be interesting who batted two ninety two with seventeen home runs and forty six RBIs there in in twenty twenty. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Indians fare and how. Um, Terry Francona manages this this young team, especially without the the loss of Francisco Lindor is, is definitely going to hurt for sure. But uh, to kind of round out this AL Central, um, the Tigers are young. The Tigers are really young. The Royals are young. But I believe the Tigers are going to be over the Royals. I think they're going to take a kind of a step up um, from last season. One of the things that's definitely going to help is now they have new manager AJ Hinch coming into uh, the mix this this season, and he's a, a great manager, especially with with young guys, and he's going to get the most out of them. So I see I see the team uh, kind of having an extra pep in their step, so to speak, to kind of allow them to get into uh, not so much that funk anymore. They they're going to get out of that funk, and I see them starting to trend upwards. And it helps, especially when you have guys like Spencer Turnbull and Casey Mize and Julio Tehran, who they just picked up this offseason. They're in your in your the middle and and top end of your rotation. Uh, Casey Mize is a guy that you definitely want to keep an eye on. Uh, he's definitely uh, he's a young guy, kind of struggled in twenty twenty, but he's kind of starting to come into his own element this spring. Uh, he is. He did, he was zero and three with the six point nine nine ERA, but um, you know so far he's been pretty pretty good this spring. I mean, I I think the the sky is up for him. So um, you know, they, especially within the the bullpen, you know, Buck Farmer, Daniel Norris, uh, they still have Michael Fulmer in there. That will kind of definitely help out, give these guys some some veteran depth. Um, one of the things that we definitely want to keep an eye on that we won't see break into the big leagues just yet is their first round pick of 2020. And that was Spencer Torkelson. Um, he's been kind of doing fairly fantastic. I wouldn't say, well, I would say fantastic, but he's been doing uh, pretty good this spring. He has had some ups and downs, got into a little bit of a, uh, an eight, four, five, four, five, uh, four double play. I think that's right. Eight, five, five, you have to watch the video, but yeah, there was a, a very interesting double play that he was a part of just a couple of days ago in spring training, but 
he is one of those guys you want to keep an eye on. Great bat, a lot of power, a lot of speed. So it's going to be exciting when he gets called up, uh, hopefully in 2021. But, um, no, the Tigers did go out and they brought in Robbie Grossman, which will definitely help in the outfield depth. Nomar Rosario as well, some more outfield depth, some more uh, offensive help as well. And, of course, they still have Miguel Cabrera, who is um, a very solid veteran, veteran presence. So the team is young, but uh, they brought in Jonathan Scope as well. But they added some key pieces, brought them back. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this team fares under A.J. Hinch in his first year. But uh, I see the the Tigers are young, but they will still have a lot of fight. So um, look for the Tigers in the AL Central to kind of move up the ranks just a little bit. Of course, you still they still have the Twins, White Sox, and Indians to contend with. So um, kind of the round out this AL Central is going to be the Kansas City Royals. Now, a lot of they've had a fantastic spring so far. They're, they're fourteen and eight, but. Um, I think there's still kind of some key pieces away before they can get back into contention from where they were back in the early uh, 2014 and 15, um, that, 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 that time frame. But uh, I mean, the rotation looks good, especially when they brought in Mike Miner to kind of help uh, at the you know middle end of this rotation, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, two guys you want to keep an eye on as far as pitchers are concerned. They do have Greg Holland there to kind of help close out games and Brad Bach, Brock, excuse me, is uh, there in the in the bullpen? Excuse me, but um, you know they brought back uh, they brought in Salvador Perez to kind of help with this young pitching core and this this bullpen. So it'll be exciting to see what he can do. They brought in Carlos Santana back at first base, so um, he's going to be great. Uh, they made sure to uh, Hunter Dozier is one guy that is gonna, we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, he batted 228 with six home runs and 12 RBIs in 2020. So one guy to keep an eye on there. And of course they brought in Andrew Penitini in that trade with the Boston Red Sox, which is huge for them. That's why I kind of see this team start to go up, but they're not quite there yet. Um, getting him, getting Penitini in is hopefully will be a change of scenery. will kind of refresh him a little bit after all his time with the Boston Red Sox. And of course, Whit Merrifield and Jorge Soler, uh, two guys in the outfield and DH that you want to keep an eye on as well. So a lot of good things coming out of this AL Central. Um, the way I see this division faring right now is going to be the Twins, the White Sox. had a uh, completely lost train of thought. So uh, Twins, White Sox, Indians, Tigers, and Royals to kind of round out this division. So that's how I think it's going to fare. If you think that I am wrong and your team is going to do better than what I think it's going to, be sure to send me a voicemail. Head on over to the ripgriffinshow.com. Click on the blue microphone at the bottom right-hand corner and send me a voicemail. Tell me your thoughts because I want to know what you think about your favorite team. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Next, next episode, we will be heading out east and talking about the American and National League East teams. So that's going to do it for this episode. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, and Spotify. And the show is part of the Podcast City Network, so be sure to head on over there and check out all the amazing podcasts. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. We'll see you later.
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Make sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms. Follow Rip on Twitter at RipGriffin2.